Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Bonfireside Chat. In this one, the fourth part of this series, I'm talking with Cole Ross about our 10 least favorite Soulsborne bosses. Again, uh, as much as my Patreons, uh, my patron, my multiple Patreons, I have certain ones I'm cheating on with other ones. I got a Patreon in every port. My multiple patrons, as much as they are dear to my heart, uh, you have the Souls of Darkness Kickstarter backers to thank for this. So thank you for supporting me and letting me make a book. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name's Gary Butterfield. My name's Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a uh, it is your bottom eleven favorite. <laughs> that, that sounds like a sex thing. Yeah. Uh, the bottom, oh yeah, the bottom eleven. You flatter yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Give you the bottom eleven. Um, yeah. This is this is this is a, another special episode of Bonfireside Chat. Yeah. You've been you've been uh, walking around behind my back. It's true. I'm cheating on you with uh, Jay Greer. Um, <laughs> See, you can't, I, I can't even I can't even pretend to be mad at him. Yeah. Does this does this sound familiar to you, Cole? Oh, oh, voca- defensive vocabulary. Oh, oh, verb set. No, no. Oh, yeah, uh, I think that's a Harry Met Sally reference, but Maybe. it's just something I, I saw from the critic. I think. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's one of those cultural osmosis things. In the critic, uh, Marty, the critic's son, does it to his dad. <laughs> he like pretends to be like in like with it. Or no, no, it also happens in The Simpsons too, where Bart does it to Homer. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we're through the looking glass here, people. Dislike um, <laughs> this episode as as you uh, as people who have been seeing these kind of trickle out. This episode is another one of the special episodes I'm doing uh, in support of or uh, as a retroactive stretch goal to the Souls of Darkness Kickstarter. Right. Uh, so I think I got one more in me after this, but uh, that's gonna that's gonna be it. I really appreciate everyone's grace and uh, letting me sub out something doable, uh, something undoable for something doable. Yeah, and thank you, Cole, for joining me. Yeah, it's no problem. I, I like uh, I, it's it's funny. This made me go back. So so the so the category here is the bottom eleven bosses. So yes. e- each of our like least favorite bosses in the series, um, and this got me to go back and uh, look at older games and try and like dig up bad emotions. Yeah, yeah, which is which is great. Yeah, um, like the like you, know, I like to uh, I a lot of people I think who are interested in thinking about video games uh dislike negativity of any kind and don't feel like it's useful mm-hmm. um i think it's pretty useful i think you learn a lot about something based on what it doesn't do well mm-hmm. and even, um, even if it's just one thing like you're pointing it out like hey that like this could have been a really cool amazing thing if only this had changed yeah right? like that, that's still part of the thing yeah what like what is the missed opportunity here you know yeah yeah, yeah that's how, that's how i feel um so you know and all, all of the uh the high highs come with lows uh in in this series so <laughs> i did uh top 10 and bottom 10 areas i did top 10 bosses with uh alex ike uh and now i'm on to the bottom 10 uh it's 10 with an honorable mention technically i've been saying 11 but mm-hmm. uh, one of them is an honorable mention and i've put those on as something that like doesn't quite fit right um so for the the top bosses um i did dark lurker there because like i love that boss fight but it doesn't have any good lore behind it it's holistically kind of bad yeah yeah um yeah yeah um so uh so what's what's the order when do, when does the honorable mention come because my my honorable mention comes with like my caveat for how i chose these um it, it comes right at the beginning and let's go ahead and get a i'll let you start yeah so my, um, my honorable mention um oh wait is there is there a music sting 
There, there's not. I don't. I don't uh, want to edit them that much. <laughs> okay. So I haven't. I haven't done those. Um, I thought about doing, you know, like the number ten, but then it would be uh, Kanye Bang Bang already does that perfectly mm. for their things and and does a really funny riff on it. So yeah. Okay. Well, no, I just uh, didn't want to step on you. Um. No. Yeah. So for 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 my list, I didn't want to include any like crazy hard optional bosses that I just kind mm. of like gave up on. So like okay. very much so like the Blizzard Tiger Twins or the Nameless King for me mm-hmm. could could really go on here but um i don't feel like i could in good faith um bring them up as like the worst when i can actually give a little bit more more rounded of an opinion about the ones that i've actually beaten and you know can hold in my head right so gotcha. for this one for my honorable mention i'm gonna say the, the ancient dragon because okay i've done it enough and it is so obviously broken <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's really broken yeah. And so just uh just the uh, untelegraphed uh instant kill kind of stuff and the fact that your can- your camera is your worst enemy in this. I just I I don't I don't know. Like I I enjoy the theory that it's meant to punish you for attacking that thing in the first place. Um I think the lore behind it's really cool and the presentation is fine even though it's making me look at a dragon. Um yeah. <laughs> which we all know you hate. Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, just even with the uh, gigantic featureless void that you fight him in, there's really nothing, nothing for you to. No, there's no uh, um, foothold, right? The, yeah, there's no, there's no foothold or interest or anything. Something that happens on these, uh, these top ten lists. I don't know if you've listened to any of them, Cole. Uh, but there's overlap, right? You know. So if uh, if I'm quiet after an entry of yours or vice versa, it's because it comes up on mine. Oh yeah, and I, I don't want to burn like everything I have to say about it. <laughs> yep, I figured I figured that uh, your yours would pop up, and like that like it's such a it's such an infamous like nadir of boss fights in general for the series. Yeah, that, like I just don't want to you know I don't want to let it go unremarked upon. No, no, it deserves uh, it deserves mention in any kind of consideration of bottom bosses. Yeah, of this thing, it's awful mm-hmm. uh, in ways I will I'll talk about a little bit more later. Um, my honorable mention is Lawrence, the first vicar, okay. uh, from the bloodborne DLC, um, the fire, uh, version of Lawrence you fight in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason he's an honorable mention is because they're all the problems I think he has are problems that, uh, there are a couple of bloodborne bosses on my list mm-hmm. and, uh, they do the same things. He does the same things that they do. Right. Um, it's just a little bit, w- so I don't have that much to add about it. And he's really cool from a lore perspective. So he doesn't end up, like he ends <laughs> up actually on my, my honorable mention spot, but it's, it's all those problems, but with the difficulty cranked up, like the numbers cranked way up. Yeah. Yeah. It's way too much of an endurance, um, fight. Yes. Um, and it, yeah, just, it, it takes forever. Um, you, you know, he has way too many hit points, uh, way too many, uh, kind of area effect fire attacks that are very difficult to move around in a mm-hmm. game that encourages mobility yep and it also has um, the the attendant problems of being a large beast type boss yes. in a bloodborne game yeah which is going to going to be a recurring theme as well <laughs> yep uh for my list yeah yeah what's your number 10 number 10 gary uh from dark souls we have the demon fire sage Ooh, yeah <laughs> yeah i hate this guy because it's literally just kind of um emblematic of how poorly thought out the demon ruins lost isolith area is um, mm. the fact that they, you know, kind of bring the same demon back, it's kind of cool to see one of these guys kind of in its, uh, natural, um, 
you know, habitat. But I've fought two. I've fought two of them before, and I'm probably gonna fight another one later on in the series. So it doesn't make any sense to get here. And also, there is a um, there is a, a mechanical thing because his name and aesthetic indicates protecting against the wrong elements. Which yeah, that's in, really frustrating in a series where it's kind of like, oh, you have to adjust your approach. You know, as as you come after these guys, if you're going to gear up for fire stuff, and then no, fuck you, it's actually magic. I hope you read the wiki. Like it's yeah. it's it's really just kind of like it's a copy paste boss that you know kind of fills out this kind of infamously copy paste area um and it's super redundant it doesn't add anything it's literally just um like buffer he um he also i i he's not on my list but i thought about it and then i thought um it makes sense for him to be here it makes less sense for him to be the stray demon Mm -hmm. you know in the bottom of the asylum because what's that guy guarding (laughs) you know like nothing and then i was like okay so the stray demon is worse but the stray d i don't dislike that fight that much no so I went through a lot of gymnastics to not put him on my list, but he, he was on my short list. <laughs> right. You know, like if I was doing a bottom 15 or definitely a bottom 20, he'd be on there. Yeah. Um, that also, that area is one of the few areas that I've had problems with performance. Mm-hmm. So frame rate will sometimes kill me in that fight. Yeah. And uh, that's really rare, but like how crazy is it that there are no good <laughs> boss fights in the Demon Ruins or Lost Isolate? It's pretty, but, it's pretty bad. We're going to see more of that later. Actually. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, what a, what a, <laughs> you know, bad stretch, at least the boss fights. Like I, yeah. I those, you know, Lost Isles did not end up on my bottom areas. Like I don't right. hate that area. Right. Uh, but it is uh it's not very good. Yeah, it sucks because like I dig the aesthetic and I dig the lore. Like I like the chaos witches and stuff and their whole family dynamic is pretty great. Um mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I again it's unfilled potential. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh my number ten is the uh the gank squad from the Sunken King. Oh yeah. DLC. Yeah. The optional fight of the the Havel plus two friends. <laughs> Yep. Um, that you fight uh the reason this didn't place higher is be- like this is a pretty bad fight um the reason it didn't place higher is because i think it's kind of i appreciate how it's kind of meta mm-hmm. like the idea of this is this is the in-game version of you being summoned into somebody's world to invade and just finding three people set up to kill you right um and the fact that even the equipment kind of matches that i kind of mm-hmm. kind of appreciate a little bit yeah um, the fight though, the way that you can beat this fight is by running in long, like Benny Hill circles throughout the entire thing, yeah. just stealing hits where you can. Yeah. And, and, and also it's in a super kind of baffling arena as well. Yeah. Like yeah. It, uh, it's almost like a gears of war level. Um, like a Mario and, Kart, like <laughs> versus mode. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. man. And so like it, it because those areas are kind of geared toward co-op, what it feels like is they're trying to, trying to encourage you to, uh, to go, um, D and D party versus D and D party. But yeah. just that that is never that has never quite worked out just you know, again, because like that implies some kind of equality in the stats and the presentation. And they're just so geared up. They're so, yeah. you know, they've been they've been huffing venom <laughs> in order to become <laughs> like, juice. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you, you can you can bring people here. But the problem is that uh, getting there is such a gauntlet. Yeah. You know, and like one of the ways that it's a gauntlet is instant petrification. Yep. Like uh, so it just it's just it's it's overly harsh and the area is not very interesting. Yeah. Um, so that is, and there's no story behind these guys. No, they're just grave robbers. So that is why Gang Squad is my number ten. <laughs> Mark it off the list. Uh, <laughs> we got for nine. Uh, for number nine, um, the Leechmonger from Demon Souls. Uh, yeah, yeah. This thing is such a non-entity, and I should mm. like um, a a very angry pile of leeches. What walk like a man? Um, however, just the fact that you know you're kind of fighting the arena as you're going along and most of what it does exists to slow you down 
mm-hmm. means that like it is it is literally just wasting your time on the way to kind of a non-existent fight at the bottom and even if you are going to plink it with um um you know some arrows uh from from the top that is not i think an interesting way to fight one of these bosses and if you're looking at like you know so demon souls has a lot of amazing like uh venues for for, for boss fights i think that's mm-hmm. i think that's good um <laughs> but if you uh if, if you look at it here that was done so much better with adjudicator they're very similar oh, sure. yeah they're very similar kind of concepts in that way like you're making that descent but like what's waiting for you at the bottom here is something that just like doesn't have any lore doesn't have anything really to the fight it's just kind of there and it ends like a pretty good area like i like five one a lot mm. yeah he he mongs leeches cool yeah <laughs> yep um he sells leeches <laughs> <laughs> I, the uh, I I didn't talk about my general heuristic at the beginning of this because it didn't relate to my uh, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think this is a good boss fight, but I did not put on any boss fights for being too easy. Mm. Um, like if something is too like it's like oh this is too easy of a boss, I didn't put them on uh, because I have grown, especially in the face of Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three, grown to like that. Okay, that every once in a while you run into a boss that's like just not that big a deal. Yeah, um, and it's it's more about the expectations than the uh, the actual fight. Mm-hmm. That are bad like i don't mind an enemy that's like a slightly tougher enemy as a boss yeah every once in a while so i explicitly like i don't think the leechmonger is good mm-hmm. by any means for all the reasons you said like i think yeah. that it is uh like you know the lower thing is the big problem with that because a yeah. lot of demon souls bosses do have something cool about them yeah uh, you know like the fact that it's an easy fight doesn't bother me as much as the the fact that it's just there's like nothing to it yeah but i explicitly if something was just like oh this is easy and it's over uh that's not gonna make me hate it yeah and i don't want to be i don't i don't want it to sound like that's that's precisely what i'm doing that's one of the reasons i think that it's just a matter of like it just doesn't do anything yeah Um, it's it's a pretty non-entity yeah like again it's like i bet you with a lot of yours that are not on my list it's going to be like if i was doing a negative like bottom 20 Mm -hmm. it'd be on there yeah for sure um contrasting that a little bit uh my number nine is actually seath Hmm. uh the uh the scaleless uh which is has really amazing lore. Like he's one of my favorite characters in the game. Mm-hmm. I just think the fight is bullshit. <laughs> um, and even you know, even as I've grown to like master it, like I can ace Seath very easily. Um, there's nothing fun about that fight to me. No. Um, the crystal breath that you know builds up curse, where you have to just kind of get away with it. The frustrating thing about that is there's no visual indication as to when you're in a curse area that will provide curse versus won't. Yep. There's like little little tiny crystals that don't or medium sized and tiny crystals that don't actually build up the effect that you're going to be standing in. So it has a sense of arbitrary, like some areas are within the bounding box of providing the satisfact, some are without um, you. Uh, you can never see Seath like it's in his, <laughs> his entirety, like range is not an option for him. Like that's no. not the idea. So you're just like pressing your face up into his armpit <laughs> like the entire time and hoping he doesn't armpits. breathe on you. Yep. Yeah. That sucks. And getting his tail is such a huge pain in the dick. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how he turns around. No. Like, does he have cilia on the bottom of his, like, little, like, starfish bottom? <laughs> I mean, if, if it had Bloodborne rendering detail, probably. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of cool. I like that. I like the idea of something that, that uh, it has motility via cilia. Yeah, he he doesn't, though. He just pivots like a Euro Tower. <laughs> like, spins around. Like, uh <laughs> yeah so that is that is even though i love everything about his lore i think the fight is one of the worst ones in dark souls one yeah it's uh, um so. it, it's meant to be like it's kind of emblematic of you know a spectacle that a lot of people get addicted they get addicted to 
and kind of yeah. trick themselves into thinking that like they want the big like the big monstrous enemy fight and we harp on that a lot in the regular episodes of the show but i think that yeah. like you know seath specifically is kind of the example of that there are ways even like i was gonna say there are ways to make that big you know taking on the thing a thousand times bigger than you actually work yeah in other games and bring up like shadow of the colossus or something like that but even in dark souls like there are fights that do that better yeah um like I, I think about what my camera is filled with when i'm fighting seath versus fighting calamite or fighting uh manis mm -hmm. um and like i can always see them mm -hmm. like manis is at the other side of the arena most of the time uh calamite's at the other side of the arena most of the time except for when i'm going in yeah. uh you can't play that way with seath mm -hmm. like uh and that is uh that i think that sucks so yeah. he's one of two dark souls one bosses on this list and uh he's you know mostly i think that game has really great bosses mm -hmm. um do not like seath right who's uh who's your eight my eight is Yorm the Giant. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, we haven't gotten to this in the in the main shows. Maybe we have by the time this comes out. I I, I don't know. Um, but uh, this is one that I actually will say it's on here because it's like just nothing. Um, yeah. You know, and it kind of like of all the Lords of Cinder, there's very little about him. He's kind of just this uh, this extra little thing that was thrown in. Um, he only exists to kind of like serve and, you know, pop off against an NPC who I'm kind of ambivalent about. And um, you're likely to miss. Right. So for <laughs> most players, you're just going to get to this guy and think, what the fuck was that? Yes. What is this? And so like, it's a little bit of a, like, like, you know, you can engage with Yorm just as a regular fight. But if you, you know, are running around looking for shinies and you see the Stormbringer, you know exactly how this is going to work out. And so, yeah. you know, just acing this guy because I found the very prominently displayed magic item. Um, y yep. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, it's it's really dumb and kind of it takes again, it fills it fills a slot that could have been much more interesting um, to my mind. You know, you only get so many Lords of Cinder in this game. Right. And that they filled it with this thing that has no kind of reason for being and also doesn't have any kind of, you know, it doesn't have any kind of mechanical purpose. You know, it doesn't even feel empowering, right? It's not like no. you are fighting him and he knocks something loose and then you get the thing that can let you curb stop him. No, it's just it's just kind of there. And and Yorm shows up on my list as well. And just to just to add to that though, I won't say very much when he comes up for mine because you mm -hmm. you nailed it. But like I hate that the thing you pick up is the really cool magical item from Demon Souls. <laughs> from a much cooler boss fight. I I, the degree to which I hate that is insane. Like yeah. nobody and nobody is on my side about this. Like I complain about it and everyone's just like, oh, it's just an Easter egg. <laughs> like you don't you don't take like like a mystic, like a cool, unique sword, totally change what it does and then make it so there are two of them in canon. <laughs> like that is like why I understand that you hate Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, but why do you hate Demon Souls? Like <laughs> what the Storm Roller is great. You? Like this like. <laughs> Man, like rending the sky and tearing down those mantises with the that sword mm -hmm. feels so good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hoping that your your stupid ability charges before Yorm just decides to step on you mm -hmm. uh, sucks. Yeah, uh, and, I uh, hate him. Man, it takes uh, it, it takes something like literally one of my favorite things about Demon Souls, like this this crazy unique fight, and then just kind of like takes it and, and tries to like rub that goodwill off onto something that is otherwise just completely unremarkable dark souls 3.txt um the uh and uh not only that but the text of the storm ruler in dark souls 3 says that it is uh brings giants to their knees guess that guess what it doesn't work on any other giants nope like at the very least be internally consistent <laughs> yeah. you know like if, if you could get that sword and then bring it back to like the giant in the cathedral and 
take him down with it, that mm-hmm. would be at least kind of cool. Yeah, this was just like, um, like, like a special item that was, you know, like if, if the giants were incredibly difficult to fight, but this, you know, just made it easy to clear them out, then okay, cool. Like I'll do and some And it was called again. something other than Storm Ruler. <laughs> right. And there weren't two of them. Right. Like it's so people, the amount of times, like we're going to get to that, that episode and it's going to be a real barn, like a real like life change for me. It'll be a life changing event because people will be <laughs> mad at me about it. But the way that people, the amount of people who are just like, man, it is so awesome to just like me and Sigurd both slamming this guy with a sword mm-hmm. and that's so silly <laughs> to me there's no dignity to like the you both of you using a unique sword from a better encounter just like gang slamming <laughs> this giant with magic yeah um, and, and it, beating it in five seconds yeah like what is so cool about that i do not understand it and then to have people say they cried afterwards i just i don't get it yeah you know and those are real tears i understand i don't feeling you know, real you know <laughs> feelings feelings are real like your feelings aren't wrong i just don't understand them right um wah. um yeah so I, I mean that's i won't bring up your when he shows up on my list but that's more or less same thing yeah um my number uh number eight is a britus mm. uh from bloodborne yeah uh who has a lot of bloodborne problems and <laughs> is just overly harsh and mm-hmm. has a one-hit kill that is very hard to avoid right um and just like even the stuff that's not a one hit kill the stuff that just sets you up for a two hit kill um yeah. is is pretty garbage like that 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 dive is uh is kind of inexcusable i really don't like that i don't like if you get hit by the frenzy um which is pretty easy to avoid but if that just happens like it's effectively you know if you're not at full health that's a kill as well yeah um the, the frenzy spit yeah um like there's a cool lore stuff she looks amazing the yeah. arena is really cool um but she doesn't uh the fight itself i think is really unfun yeah um and then there's also you know kind of the unfortunate you know inadvertent taking back of something cool when the when the ram um leak or the memory leak was fixed oh yeah yeah Yeah, you know where like it became yeah exactly where like at first i thought oh this is like this weird idiot god that uh you know is not intelligent so it can't fight very well it's it's more (laughs) beast these things that people are worshiping are actually yeah. you know more beast that boy that seems relevant to the themes of bloodborne um <laughs> and then just to have it be like nope it's amazingly hyper competent and, and scary cthulhu monster yeah and that can you kill know, you instantly in fairness that's not the game's fault that you got that in first impression no. it was just a technical glitch you know combined i had a very similar experience i didn't have her you know banging her head against a wall but i did i you know, I, I dispatched her easily the first time and i got i drew kind of similar conclusions and to have mm. it kind of like up oh, takes these backsies here's an entirely different game <laughs> it's yeah. it's like we got a scholarly balance midway through and it didn't make things better <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I had to, you know, I, and I had to put something that represented that aspect of, of Bloodborne mm-hmm. on the list, you know, for me. And like, this could have been a couple different things that it wasn't. And this isn't the last time Bloodborne shows up on the list, but mm. like, this could have been, uh, very easily been like Amelia too, oh, which yeah. doesn't one hit shot you, but like has these camera problems and has these, these issues. Yeah. Um, so Bloodborne beast fight dot text. <laughs> right. Um, so my number seven um is uh, actually the duke's dear freya okay um and it's it's kind of hard for me to justify this um objectively because you know again we've we've, we've come to this over and over again throughout the show where one of us has a lot of trouble with something and the other, the other one kind of like walks through it and even mm-hmm. even on my you know my, my playthrough i think for scholar or for just for, for for something else i managed to do pretty pretty okay with uh with with freya right like i i i got the pattern down something just ended up working um and uh you know i got her in a couple of tries there's something about her design though that's still 
um, sticks in my craw and just kind of brings back that one long night where it was like 4 a.m. And, and I was trying to beat this game for a deadline and just, you know, I, I couldn't close the distance between her mm-hmm. and, and me before she kind of like swung back around and did her laser. Um, I think one hit kill stuff um is especially you know like it's it's never it's never really that fun and when you have an enemy whose most impressive attack is that um and also kind of like harries you and you know like ushers you around with her endlessly spawning little uh spiderkin kind of people i just think that like it is it is a skosh too aggressive and like this is purely an emotional pick on my side but like again like i you know i could like lump this in with kind of a seeth uh kind of vibe mm-hmm. in that it's big and impressive and it looks amazing you know, at at a distance, but trying to close the distance and fight in it and try and figure out what is safe and what isn't. Um, it, it's it just, it just has like, I, I can't get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a much busier fight than those things. Like it has similar problems to Seath where like large portions of the ground kind of become, um, untenable at this time with, because of spiders rather than, you know, because of, uh, uh crystals, cursicles. Yeah. Cur- yeah. Cursicles, <laughs> cursicles. The, uh, and it's, it's not, um, it's not like ROM where you can clear out the spiders. Like they will just keep coming. Right. You know, this, I don't like, I kind of like this boss fight, but a lot of it is, it has to do with the like arena and seeing the, you know, the big petrified dragon mm-hmm. or crystallized dragon and stuff like that. Like, yeah. And then this kind of story behind it gives me a lot of goodwill. Oh yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with the fight. I don't find it particularly fun. Like, oh, that's a great fight. I wish I could mm-hmm. do it again. Yeah. Um, um, so it's it's not up there with me for that. Yeah. Aesthetically, it's on point. Like, I, I love the fact that like, oh, this is the pet who actually got the soul. It's not the, or it's the dragon. Um, I, I forget exactly how that articulates. All oh, that's great. It's just, uh, yeah. it is literally just the play that bums me out. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. My, uh, my seven is the Nameless King okay. um, from Dark Souls 3. Well, uh, which I, I didn't I, rank higher. I, I am too. Like it, it is, I really hate it. Like I, I really hate it, but it's the, um, God, maybe it should have, I, let's, let's go back to, go back to, uh, to, uh, trials. The, um, yeah, it is, uh, it's a really, really, I think it's a really bad fight. Like it is, uh, it is everything just turned up to a thousand, you know, too many attacks to memorize, too much damage, too few breaks. The breaks look like attacks. Um, and you have this terrible, terrible first phase where the camera is a problem and it's just an Estus tax. Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> like, like multi-phase bosses. I don't know why, you know, I mean, I guess I, I do know why, uh, like two princes doesn't bother me <laughs> that has multiple phases. It's because it's not challenge mode crushingly difficult. Right. You know, this is meant to be the, you know, the big fuck you thing, but then just to make it like, oh, you beat him. You didn't actually beat him. <laughs> you know, here he is. That sucks. Yeah. Um, to, to use a shield, you have to like craft a shield that does enough lightning resist, mm-hmm. um, to not use a shield. You just have to wait. So like I beat him eventually by myself. Like there isn't a dark souls boss. I have not beat, um, by myself. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Like it, it, t- it took a long time, but I did it. Um, <laughs> again, it, it reminds me of, um, we did chalices and stuff. I just don't want anyone to be like, oh, you don't like it. Cause it's not, cause you can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like it. And I can do it. <laughs> I also don't like it. Yeah. Um, it just I spent so much time and had so little fun. And then when I eventually beat him after just being extraordinarily patient, uh, you know, just like, oh, OK, this is not. Oh, is this is this a, a window or not? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Might as well not risk it. That just happening over and over and over. Like all of my strength and goodwill was drained. Yeah. 
you know, I felt like I'd been like had the flu for a week. <laughs> it's, um, a, it's, it's a little bit. So, you know, like these fights are usually about the give and take, right? It's a little yeah. bit like a, like, like a punch out enemy who just never gave you an opening. Like it was just kind mm. of like always juking, always, always back and forth had a million things. Like, yeah, it's, it just like the, 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 it, it throws the rhythm off in a, mm. in a, in a huge way. And, and you're absolutely right about his, uh, his dragon companion being just, uh, the pits. It's just, it's just attacks. Yeah. You know, and, and the, even the lore stuff for this guy, which is like complete and stuff also just doesn't, isn't that cool to me? Yeah. You know, and, and we'll get into that uh, when we get to that episode, but like it just, he, the entire, everything about him was a question or an answer to a question I didn't ask. Like I didn't mm-hmm. feel like, oh, this game needs one really make a hard boss because these are too easy. I never <laughs> thought that the bosses I think are pretty hard. Um, I never felt like Gwyn's son needed to be answered. Right. You know? Um, and then, uh, to have it kind of be this and be answered so fully and explicitly, uh, <laughs> is somehow worse to me than just leaving it as a question mark. Right. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, I, I dislike him. Yeah. Um, I guess like he gets some points by me kind of liking the level around him and oh, yeah. liking the lead up to it where you like pull the lever and the gigantic <laughs> storm starts. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Or even just like the initial yeah. fight with, uh, with the dragon where you go up and do the, do the, do the drop. I think that's, yeah. that's pretty cool as that, well. Yeah. I like that. I like that fight too. Yeah. Bleh. Um, bleh. Who do you have uh, for your your next entry? Uh, number six, Smelter Demon. Okay. Yes. Um, this is. Um, it has the it has the makings of actually being a pretty good boss fight, right? It's a you know it's it's a larger than uh, than average um, kind of uh, kind of duel big guy in armor kind of thing. Aesthetically, it looks pretty great, right? I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Also, like even its lore, you know, just just the idea that what is it, uh, the king, you know, like th- this is the thing that kind of like that they un that they dug up and uh, that caused the Iron Keep to start sinking, right? Like this, you know, mm-hmm. it it is part of the corrupting force that uh that that started bringing the Iron Keep down. All that's cool. I like his uh big gaping face kind of thing. Um, again, playing into that Dark Souls kind of thing. Um, I just think that it is a balance problem more than anything. In addition to that, um, the weird hitbox on most of his attacks um, and the fact that he very kind of aggressively just kind of stays on you and gets more deadly over the course of the fight in a way that Dark Souls 2 gear does not let you uh, really adequately account for, um, specifically Mm -hmm. with like flame resist, right? It just seems like here is an enemy who you can't really gear up for in a meaningful way. Um, in a way that lets you soak even one more hit off of him. Um, and so, you know, it's not terrible, right? He's an optional boss. Um, mm. He sits off, you know, the main path, and you can just, you know, go without a uh, bonfire, <laughs> you, you know, basically for an entire level um, until you get to the very end. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I just think that it is, uh, it is a little bit of a misstep. And then bringing him back in uh, the, uh, the Iron King DLC, as just a copy and paste except that felt, like, felt like a troll like yeah. it felt like people nobody likes this let's let's put it back here <laughs> right let's give them some more yeah i just uh very little about this guy i think that it's a balance problem i think it's a technical problem yeah yeah i don't know other than the actual glitch attacks for him i don't have any problems with him hmm. um like the thing about gearing up um like fire resistance won't help you very much but the big problem with him that I don't like is that uh, he does like damage over time when you're close to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Dark Souls 2 is the only entry in the series that has a way to get around that, which is healing gems. Right. So if you just kind of stay gemmed up, it will outpace the fire damage. Right. 
um, and you can you can get close to him. Um, he is like it is he is pretty tough, um, but he never I never had that feeling with Smelter that I have with Nameless King. Like when you talk about it being mm-hmm. a balance problem, like it just it does that does that's within my realm of sensitivity of balance. Mm. Like I can handle something that is that harsh and has that little margin for error. Mm-hmm. It needs to have less margin for error and do more damage and have less stamina before I get. Yeah. That's like, just a difference of, di- difference of threshold. Yeah. Well, and, and you had the good sense to give up on nameless King, <laughs> which I didn't, you know, right. I wish I had, right. Uh, the, um, cause it spoiler, it's not worth it in any sense of the word. <laughs> um, but the, actually I'm, that's only kind of true. His weapon is really good. Mm-hmm. You can make a really good weapon from his sword hmm. or from his soul. But, um, yeah, he didn't. I he didn't make it on mine. Like I don't. Uh, I don't actually mind that guy that much. Hmm. Um, I don't think it's good. But I don't. I don't mind it. And they shouldn't have brought him back. Like yeah. uh, reusing bosses in general is kind of not my favorite thing. Right. Um, my next guy uh, is the Royal Rat Authority. Authority, <laughs> the Royal Rat. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah, this guy's a real douchebag. Mm-hmm. Um, the two issues with this. Um, otherwise, I think it would be a fine fight if it wasn't for uh, one, the the plague rats. You know, the toxic rats that show up in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which just feels like a fuck you. Right. You know, like if you have an area factor, you're very lucky you can get through that. If you can't get through it, that's more or less it for you. And then he has um, he does the same thing that a Britus does and an entry later on my list does where they have a charge attack that the hitbox is just kind of anywhere near it. Right. So if you put yourself in its weak point and are attacking it, it's just going to dash to the other side of the map in a way that just hurts everything around it. Right. It feels like. So if you're attacking the back leg of Authority of the Royal Rat, he's just going to dash and you're going to get hurt and knocked down. Right. It's just going to happen every single time. You can't see the wind up because you, your face is full of leg. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not, and uh, like narratively what this guy fulfilled, this idea of um, the Rat King, uh, which is a cool, like the Rat Lord guy in Dark Souls 2, I think is cool. Oh, yeah. And that uh, the whole the Royal Rat. Yeah. He, he, the Covenant's really awesome. The Royal Rat Vanguard is a fight I like mm-hmm. where like before you gain audience with this rat lord, you have to, you know, just like all these rats come out to like prevent you from doing it. Yeah. This just feels like a duplicate narrative purpose. Right. You know, like a worse test. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what they would have done, you know, to get around that because like you don't have to go through the the, the saints. Right. I can yeah. I can see them wanting to or the grave of the saints rather. I can see them wanting to put two of these areas in. Um, that are kind of associated with the rats, um, you know, just just so you have another opportunity to get there. I just I don't know the ha- how they would get around um, having something that duplicates it. I just wish that they didn't kind of make this thing to, that, that is like seriously just a troll. If it was a better fight, then it wouldn't be a problem that duplicated right. it. Yeah. It just means it's one thing that doesn't have. Right. You know, like it would have been cool if it had a narrative justification. It really doesn't. Right. And then I'm, th- I'm fighting this guy thinking, why isn't he the kind of the rat king? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he's so he's big. bigger. And he, he's so big. <laughs> he's so big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, my number five um is uh the man eaters. Okay. Oh, here they come. Here um, they come, knocking you off bridges. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you up. Um, and I think that this, um, and and this is actually like a a paired with my number four here because it really sticks in my craw. Um, when you have these, uh, difficulty spikes, I'm not opposed to a difficult boss. Um, Mm -hmm. but when you have these things that kind of just exist to like keep, keep players away and weed them out. 
Um, mm-hmm. the, having the man eaters appear kind of anywhere. Um, I don't know if there's a, if there's a good place to put this. I like that. Um, I like that kind of mid mid boss kind of reveal that there's a second one that's going to come down. Um, I liked it better when they did it in dark souls because I felt like they learned their lesson, which is, um, it sucks to have a fight with an enemy who is just not accessible for you to hit for most of the time. Yeah, um, and you run into that problem with these man eaters, where they th- their effectiveness against you doesn't diminish at all, while they are just you know away from you, um, you know, leaving you unable to retaliate in any sense, and they just kind of trade off in this incredibly uh, precarious environment. I think that it's way too much of a wall. I actually think it's like a hostile move in mm-hmm. in, in a uh, uh, in a game that kind of stayed away from that. For like for for the most part, I think that this is just like an an infamous thing that like kind of turns people away, and it sucks because it caps off like one of the best areas in the game. The um, there's only two hard bosses in Demon Souls, right? Like there's this guy, and then there's Flame Lurker, and those are the only two. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, even you know, False King a lot, which is tough, but like not yeah tough by soul standards. Yeah. Fl- Flame Lurker um, feels like I had an easier time with Fl- Flame Lurker. Flame Lurker feels a little bit more fair. And that's why he mm. doesn't he doesn't get in here. I you know, and, and again, it's a, it's a subjectivity thing. Um, I didn't you know really have that much of a problem with Flame Lurker. I think that he's just aggressive, whereas these guys are like actively denying you the ability to do anything to them by flying out of your range. Like these these guys aren't on my list. Like I don't. Uh, there's nobody on Demon from Demon Souls on my list. Like mm. I like Demon Souls bosses a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny because if I were forced to like, or somebody's like, what's the bad thing about Maneater? I would have said something different. Mm-hmm. Other than like the fact that they fly doesn't like a lot of bosses deny you access uh, yeah. to them for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. uh, pretty frequently. So like that's Nameless King's thing. Like you can't you can only go and attack him for five seconds out of every minute. Mm-hmm. Um, my big issue with the man eaters is how often the uh, you fall off the bridge. Yeah. Like they have too many knockback attacks. So like the number of times I've just been knocked off the bridge unceremoniously during the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, drove me crazy and that is a big that's the biggest lesson they learned with uh, gargoyles other than the fact that gargoyles are tuned a little bit more gently mm-hmm. is just you you know it's really hard to fall off the church yeah it's like a massive very generous but still cool <laughs> um, kind yeah. of uh, kind of arena right like they this is, yeah this is a real narrow bridge yeah oh yeah, I know. Yeah, so, so for 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 some reason that flying around just felt you know just when I was when I was going back and reviewing this that's one of the things that really stuck out to me um yeah. in, in, in thinking about them. Yeah, um, my uh, my number four is the centipede demon, or uh, number uh, number five actually. Oh, I, I apologize. Number five. Uh, my number five is the centipede demon. He gets on here twice. <laughs> yeah. uh, my number five is the centipede demon. Yeah, um, which is a boss I hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's I, nothing cool about this guy. Um, the camera. He does a thing, and I hate it when any bosses do this, where they're or regular enemies, mm-hmm. where they jump up high enough to break your lock on uh-huh. as a move. Yeah. Like where they're utilizing your camera against you, mm-hmm. uh, hate it. Yeah, and uh, that's the that's the centipede demon's move is to jump way up in the air. Yep, stick to uh, the ceiling. Land, stick to the ceiling. Like land on you in a way that uh, who knows what is going to be a hurt box when <laughs> yep. this thing lands this on thing you. Is so hard to read. Like just I, I I defy anybody to draw this thing or draw its hurt draw its hitbox <laughs> or anything you, about you, it yeah or you, yeah just draw it or draw anything about it because it is just a big pile of legs uh which is what a centipede is fine but um just the fact that it's constantly like its move set is bad you know like this this fight it should have been sticking out of a wall or something when you fought it yeah 
Like uh, it, it just to have it be a free ranging thing and then just have the arena be that hostile. Mm-hmm. Like the, the way that I felt like from thought this might happen is you cut off its tail in the fight, pick up the ring and then have the full full arena. Yeah, but no. for him, that's that's just never going to happen. No, like, no, it's possible, but it's not going to happen naturally. Right. Uh, given how you can't equip things in battle, um, you could cut off the ring, put it on and then die uh, <laughs> and then come back and that would be fine. But it's. Yeah. And that also goes into how lava works, where it's so hard to see. Oh yeah, if you're on lava, like nothing Definitely. about this works. I mean, even um, even just kind of like discerning the distance that this thing is from you. I I had, I had centipede demon on my list higher actually, mm. um, yeah. just because its arena is so hostile. Um, you know, fighting it on this tiny little platform again, you know, it's possible it's possible to avoid doing that. Um, but uh, but it really is is just kind of a fuck you. Also, I don't like the idea of a boss that even in you know in the <laughs> okay, so in the in the small likelihood that you're going to cut off its tail and uh, run out and get this thing and put it on, that still almost requires you to die before you can yeah. beat it. And I don't like the idea of a Dark Souls boss that is tuned for at least one mandatory death. I want I to like believe when I walk into a. <laughs> I want to believe that when I walk into it, um, I will have. There's a possibility that I'm going to ace it because that is an yeah. amazing feeling, and you always try for it. That first, that first attack or that first attempt is almost always, unless I really feel like there's something I'm apt to lose, is going to be incredibly aggressive. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, this this kind of defies that by pinning you down, and then when you're trying to look at this enemy, um, at, at this boss in this arena a lot of people are bothered by the lava in lost isla it never bothers me more than it bothers me here trying to find yeah. this guy because it just blows out the screen <laughs> it's uh it's so so telling how frequently like our complaints about bosses and enemies just come down to how to read them yeah um but that and when people kind of minimize when we're complaining about them people are just like oh, i don't i don't think that's actually like a thing like it it, it is a thing mm-hmm. like the, the the part of this uh this game like you know, the, the things this combat is about when you break it down to its elements, it's about a lot of things. And like stand, stamina management is a really big one. Mm-hmm. But reading tells is the other big one. You know, like knowing when an enemy is about to do something and that requires like a clearer silhouette than yeah. a lot of these enemies have. Like a full camera, you need to be able to see them and see their silhouette mm-hmm. and have it make sense. And this guy doesn't do either of those things. Yeah. That is why my number five, <laughs> Centipede Demon. Centipede Demon. Uh, my number four um, mm-hmm. is another wall kind of similar to the man eater uh the capra demon mm. and this is purely um just because of the configuration the arena if you get to capra himself it is fine um but again i'm speaking for everybody i'm speaking for the numerous people who got to the capra demon and then just you know were not able to break it because mm. it is so aggressive it very it's very stingy with the opportunity to learn and i think that any boss that's going to kill you um, you know, right out the gate so much so that most people can just recover their souls from outside the arena. Um, I think that runs counter to what I look for, um, in, in these. So the tiny arena, very little, uh, room to maneuver the two dogs that come at you right away. And then this thing that will probably, um, you know, finish you off with one of its attacks. Um, it just, uh, it just really, really, uh, raises my hackles like on principle almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Capra I- Demon. I, I like uh, like Capra, but I also I think that the game did a bad job of telling you what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we talked about this way back in the day, but we talked about this boss being um, the idea of being to teach you to upgrade your shield. Mm-hmm. Like that stability is a thing. Um, there's nothing about this that suggests it. Right. You know, that that is the secret. 
you know, other than just knowing exactly where to roll and, and <laughs> kind of being lucky. Like that is the secret to fighting him like you would fight a normal boss in the game. Um, but there's nothing uh, like the level leading up to it, you know, fighting the thieves and stuff like that teaches you about backstabs and, and rolling. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't teach you about shield stability no. on your way there. So if it did, I think this would actually be a legit like good boss. Like I actually like Capra. He didn't end up in my favorite bosses either, but I yeah. like him. Um, but I think I would agree that the game does a bad job of like explaining him. Yeah. And I can't blame people for not figuring that out because, you know, no. just, just because even like even on the best of days, the upgrade mechanic is, you know, without without <laughs> without a wiki, you know, the game does not actually do a lot to, you know, make that make that apparent to you. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to, to lay it out. One thing the games have to gotten better about is explaining how to play them. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so my number four is Yorm. Um, okay. I've already said my stuff about Yorm. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I need to add uh, much more to it, but I do think it is a really, really bad boss fight. Yeah. Um, and it is just, uh, you know, there's just not enough there in the text to have the kind of quiet pathos that they want me to have mm -hmm. for this character. Like, yes, he defended his people. His people didn't like him. That's, I mean, <laughs> I, that's sad as a sentence, but I don't actually know him or his people or right. his world <laughs> enough for it to be meaningful. Right. Yep. No argument here. Um, my number three is the centipede demon. <laughs> I've oh, okay. already said pretty much everything I need to say about the centipede demon. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, my uh, my number three is uh, Lud and Zalen, the, mm, uh, the two yeah. two dogs from the end of uh, what my surprise worst level, the level that beat out Chalice Dungeons in my worst <laughs> levels uh, list, the uh, Snowy Waste or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this sucks. Like this, this sucks. Yeah. It is. Uh, it takes for it's the run up is the worst run up in Souls history, mm -hmm. um, by a really wide margin. Um, the fight itself is just, it's a fight that I like, uh, but just two of them with no additional kind of wrinkle or anything to it. Other than that, one of them, uh, gets strong. I think one of them gets stronger when you kill, uh, the other one, um, which is, which is fine. Uh, but just killing one of them is, is hard enough. And just the fact that the penalty for failure is a couple, you know, a load screen, um, but also a 10 minute run. Through this through terrible, reindeer. terrible, awful place. Yeah. And that's one of those things, too, where, like, uh, you know, people gave a lot of shit to blood or to healing gems. But, like, the fact that that meant that you didn't use up all your Estus, <laughs> like, that is an Estus tax. Like, there's no such thing as an Estus tax in Dark Souls 2. Right. Because um, you can just blood gem through that shit, which I, or uh, healing gem through that stuff, which I really mm -hmm. liked. Um, but, yeah, this fight is is really, really pretty excruciating. And it's worse, too, in that, like, I like the uh, the other fight. I like the um the first royal pet. Oh yeah. Fight quite a Alva. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one, these guys are are dipshits. You also get really kind of crappy weapons from them. They're just like some boring straight swords. Mm -hmm. But there's no so little reward for doing this. Yeah. Um that that's why it's my number three. Mm -hmm. No, I had no just no interest. Hate that it just mm. blah. Yeah. Um so my number two, um, lest anybody think that I am too um Unless anybody think that I am too kind to Dark Souls 2. My number two might be a little bit of a surprise. Alana the Squalid uh, Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a big fan of her, actually. So um, I like what this is trying to do. I like, you know, A, the lore behind this. You know, this, uh, you know, any anytime these Daughters of Manus are brought about, that is a good thing in my you know, in my mind. And I like the way that each of these each of these DLCs handles that in a different way. Um, mm -hmm. I like her aesthetically, you know, she's, you know, kind of got the meat dress on and she's got the scythe, all of that. 
I even like what is kind of like fainting toward, which is, okay, she's going to summon help. So by God, you're going to summon help as well. Even then, um, summoning help doesn't seem to make that much of a difference when she can bring a whole other boss into her fight. Um, Mm. In addition to any number of other enemies and any number of seeking spells. Um, they're, they're generous with the, uh, with the arena that they give to you um, for her. But um, just in general, the fact that you can, you know, <laughs> fight infinite Velstats is not something um, that I'm down for as much as I enjoy the Velstat fight. Um, that side of the lore doesn't really like um, jive with me. And mechanically, mm-hmm. I think that um, it gets a little bit too, it's, it's too hard to fight on your own. And they make her too hard when you bring more people in um, to fight her. Yeah, she gets too big of an HP buff. Right. And so I just think that, like, this is just, it's like, it's a real failure of uh, kind of incentive of, um, you know, learning. Like, you know, it's like, it's implying, telling you, hey, go go ahead and bring somebody. And then it actually punishes you for learning that lesson. Um, yeah, I really, like, of, of the boss, of the main boss fights in the DLC, um for you know the, the the whole crowns trilogy i think that alana's kind of the like no great shakes kind of the worst of those i think i think she's probably the worst of the main ones too but the worst of the like there are other bosses in the main game i like a lot less hmm. like i never um i didn't have the summoning thing which could very well be true uh because i i've definitely have tried to summon for her but i think that ultimately i ended up just just fighting her hmm. um and it ended up being like a fight where i spent a lot of time just kind of kiting um, but her verb set is limited enough and I know Velstat's verb set well enough that it didn't mm-hmm. bother me. Yeah. Right. I so just... I spent a lot of time kind of scooting around the arena, but getting in my attacks when I could didn't feel like other boss fights where I feel like there aren't enough opportunities to do so. Yeah. I, I totally felt like I was boxed out of, uh, mm. you know, it, it was a problem of focus and it was a problem of like, you know, just being outnumbered by stuff that can do a whole lot of damage to you when I was yeah. praying for those fucking devil pigs. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know or even the skulls are not so bad yeah and you just said there's so many of them yeah, I, it, yeah. It, it, it really bugs me and like i looked you know i looked at boss fights in uh, uh, uh in, in the main body of that and like so there, there was a competitor from dark souls 2 who kind of almost landed on here that would have been the iron not the iron king what am i thinking of here the old demon what the one that you fight in the lava why am i blanking on its name Shit. uh yeah it, it's it's uh it is the yeah it's not iron king you're right um (laughs) yeah yeah, the old demon king old iron king yeah yeah something like that that like that one you know as like as a puzzle boss fight like that i i I considered putting that kind of on here in in its place basically what i did was i tried to get kind of a relatively even split of bosses from you know from the rest of the game and then kind of do the do the sort out of those um Mm -hmm. and uh, alana just kind of kept bubbling up to the top Mm. or you know toward the the top i do not mind alana Hmm. but uh yeah that is a okay um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with her. Um, before we both uh, talk about the Defiled Watchdog, um, I will do my number two, which maybe maybe that's not the case. Um, <laughs> I'll do my number two, which is the Ancient Dragon. Okay. Um, who I hate uh, for much of the reasons you said. Um, yeah. That it doesn't matter how big the arena is, it just ne- it just has that big fire attack that mm-hmm. before the patch just one shot. Yeah. Yep. It just uh, and, and even after the patch, like I've tried it, I've tried it since then. It's still like if it doesn't one shot you, it sets you up for a really easy two shot. Yep. Uh, the boss run, there's no bonfire outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so pre-scholar, um, all those enemies were hostile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had to do this insane uh, run up to get get to him. Um, and then once you figure it out, actually figure out the method, it's just boring. <laughs> it's like boring, you know, doing something with a high amount of precision. And if you fuck up, uh, you have to start over. 
and you just you don't do like it's really hard to chunk him like he has a lot of hit points yeah you don't do very much damage to him so he's uh in you know it just the, the lore stuff the implications of that stuff's kind of fascinating to me oh yeah um, but i think it's it's one of the for a long time i called it the worst fight in the series mm-hmm. um it is it is a really 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 bad no, I'm no, no no disagreements there. Um, and you were right. You're you were totally yeah. right about uh, about my number one. So we can both yeah. uh, we can both tag team the uh, the defiled watchdog. What what else could it be? <laughs> like honestly, what who else makes sense for the worst boss in the series? <laughs> oh my god! And it's a combination of things. Like when you fight this thing just regular, it's it's a real it's a real problem. I'm I'm very specifically talking about the defiled. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's um. It's the same. It's it's. You know, because when you fight him regular, it's like fighting one of Sullivan's beasts. Right. It's almost exactly like fighting one of Sullivan's beasts. Um, and that's that's fine. It's it's not super great, but it's fine. Um, it still does the thing where, um, you know, all of the Dark Souls enemies now have an attack they do more or less instantly if you get behind them. Um, he does the thing where he charges across the room when yep. you're near him. Yeah. And the hitbox of that is fucking inscrutable. <laughs> yep. Like I can be next to his leg and then his leg moves perpendicular to me and still somehow knocks me on my ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's doing it. No. Um, and then just uh, the fact that you have to like this version of the fight, you're fighting at, you know, quarter resources. Mm-hmm. Like you have half as much health and your blood vials heal half as much. Right. You know, so Losing 60% of like something that would have been a, a three or four hit before you die is now a one or two hit. Yeah. Before you die. Yeah. The only saving grace, there are two things. Um, the, his, his most deadly attack, like the one that will just like do the most damage. He telegraphs it like his, his jaunty little hop that he does before he like clears the entire map to get mm-hmm. you. Like, I think, I think that like that is the, like that, that, that is a good thing. Speaking to that, like just that, you know, if you, if you can see him, you can actually figure out yeah. how to, uh, how to, uh, uh, avoid, uh, but that is that is part of the problem. Also, uh, my experience in defeating this guy because I had to play the Chalice Dungeons for the show um, was a very good one. Where Jeremy um, mm-hmm. was like, it was like the middle of the day, and Jeremy hopped online with me. He's like, "Hey, let's just do this," and he was so patient. He was so, he was he was just like, "Oh yeah, we'll get it. Don't worry." It was probably like ten attempts with him mm-hmm. um, as we as we went with it, and we eventually got it down. So like, but that isn't like that was in spite of in fact probably yeah because of how just just how much the deck is stacked against you in a way that is not interesting <laughs> no no it's not like um you don't have this feeling of like memorizing moves when you can't see the moves before they happen mm-hmm. you know like when you are close to him and in a game where in any other souls game i feel like the idea would be oh you need to keep this guy on camera to read his tells attack him at ranged um, but this is the the entry in the series where they made ranged combat more or less not an option. Mm-hmm. You know, again, the strangest thing, the game where everyone starts with a gun, ranged <laughs> combat is not an option. Right. Um, so you have to get up close to him where he can do his, his things that just feel very cheap mm-hmm. um, and that are just very likely to just kill you. So many loading screens uh, <laughs> dedicated to this guy. The NPC summon you can get for it is not nearly good enough. Like he's not competent to ameliorate the difficulty. Right. Um, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. It think, just sucks. I think his suckiness kind of speaks for itself. I, I don't know that I have too much more to add. It's just, uh, it is, a, we, it is a bad combination. We spoke about it at length in the episode. At length. Too. Yeah. Like it's, it's in the, the chalice thing. We talked about this guy for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, he's bad and he's bad in ways like a lot of, you know, things that could have made it on this list 
are, you know, the reason why he's on here as opposed to like defiled on McDowell, which is also really bad, um, you know, is just that uh, he just represents so many of the issues with that game. He doesn't do the thing where he jumps up to break your lock on like mm-hmm. Amigdala does, but he certainly dashes out of your lock on mm-hmm. uh, enough or jump like kind of like sidesteps out of your lock on. Um, yeah. Where it's this weird meta thing where they're fucking with the interface and not <laughs> with my character. Right. Uh, and that's just never going to be okay. No. Um, so fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, and again, it also, and I talked about this in the chalice episode, but I had just had this weird feeling of people who beat him just being so relieved that they beat him that they're like, Oh, that was pretty good. It was really, it was satisfying. Yeah. And it's like, was it satisfying because it was a good fight or is it satisfying? Cause you no longer have to fight it again. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you no longer have to do it. It's like, it's like a weird combination of sunk cost fallacy and uh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sunk, sunk cost, uh, yeah. Stockholm. Yeah. And I'm not a psychologist. So anybody who gets, no. yeah, yeah. Some people probably genuinely like it, but I do feel like there is room out there or there is an edge case of somebody who is just, uh, this has to be good because I spent this much time on it. <laughs> um, so that is why he's on there. And there's like, there are a lot of bosses that could have been on here as well that are also like pretty shitty, mm-hmm. but these were, these were the ones that at least at this, you know, and again, if you put a gun to my head, maybe my answers would change. Yeah. Or if you ask me again in a year. Oh yeah. At a different day. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, they'll, they'll definitely be a really obnoxious challenge boss in the DLC for Dark Souls 3. I guarantee they will try to one-up the Nameless King. Oh, yeah. Uh, and hopefully it's not on the critical path. <laughs> dear God, please, Thank no. You, dear God. Okay. So I, th- um, I think the lesson here is that um, we really hate Dark Souls now. And okay. we are, you know, specifically, we've turned on the series because uh, some shadowy organization is making it so we benefit from saying critical things about the series we once loved. Yeah, because it does good for us. Right. More more people download it. More fans um, of Dark Souls download the Dark Souls fan cast mm-hmm. when it's not a fan of the game. Right. Somehow. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still still really like Dark Souls. It's just there are things, you know, it, it is something that as we move on, um, and I, I do, I here's the faith I ultimately have in the series is that I don't feel like or at least in the the entries and the the early entries of it, where I don't feel like it's like something has changed with me, where I'm just crankier and like more sensitive. Mm-hmm. I do think that in some ways some of the entries have gotten worse and gotten better too, mm-hmm. you know. And we we address those things, but this is this is the time, uh, you know. There there are Dark Souls three bosses and Bloodborne bosses in my top ten as well. Yeah. So this is this is the uh, this is the time to to talk about <laughs> why things are crappy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And every everyone has a representation except for Demon Souls, which is a perfect precious angel. <laughs> I represented uh, Demon Souls on mine because I wanted to be uh, I, I, I even looked at uh, uh, Kingsville four bosses that I could possibly oh, yeah. put in there. But uh, uh, f- fuck ever finding any information about Kingsfield four. <laughs> We're going to remember the Kingsfield four bosses. Like I, I loved that game, but I don't remember the bosses very well at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think if there's a common theme across uh, across most of mine is that uh, missed opportunities really bug me. Yeah. Um, and uh, walls especially bug me because I'm very experience driven and, you know, kind of the way that I approach these things. And, um, you know, those are the two things that are really, really going to get under my skin. Like not being able to see the rest of the thing. Right. Because something's there. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think I just kind of uh, focus on things that exemplified things that I think make a fight not fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, and more more frustrating. And there's going to be uh, out of all the top ten ones I've done, I would could expect more blowback from this because like there are a lot of uh, fan, you know, kind of public whipping boys 
kind of bosses that don't didn't up on here that people will be irritated like oh where's covetous demon <laughs> like Co- covetous demon takes like two seconds yeah, it's like a non-issue <laughs> he's a, he's like a non you know and it's not just bad equals uh hard good equals easy mm-hmm. it's just and I, I keep thinking about this but the reason why people hate prowling magus and hate covetous demon mm-hmm. is because they have a boss title card no if like you walked into the the covetous demons arena and there wasn't a boss title card it would be amazing yeah you'd be like what is this weird creature that lives at the bottom of this pit that eating people that are hanging from chains <laughs> you know who like you find out it's like his ser- the servant who was in love with the queen mm-hmm. uh, who got turned into this because of his lust like you'd be way into it it's just the fact that it you have that you were oh this is gonna be like orange and smoke like, this, this is gonna be like a really climactic pulse yeah. pounding thing and it it, uh, it doesn't actually read as a uh, as a missed opportunity to me um mm-hmm. Because um uh, wait once here um it doesn't read to me that there is a it's it's a missed opportunity because they uh, they don't cap off an area these are like yeah. mid bosses you know I think yeah. that like Dark Souls three got a little bit better about kind of not signaling its mid bosses you know like we're just gonna put these in here you know stuff that would have gotten a title card didn't I think that was probably a better decision yeah like um uh if they had done that that way then the the uh, the outrider knight at the bottom of the undead settlement. Mm. would have had a title card yeah you know in in a dark souls 2 world yeah. like that's that's about as hard as the covetous demon mm-hmm. you know um but they they decided not to do that which is smart um there aren't as many mid bosses you know in in three either so they right. kind of avoided the problem that way but um you know i'm trying to i try to think of these when what makes a bad boss um i largely and not entirely but try to keep my expectations out of it and more just think about like oh this is like a bad design decision because it runs contrary to what the game is doing right you know, the game wants me to do or the game wants me to play. Mm-hmm. Um, important, yeah. you know, and, and it, uh, uh, you know, it shouldn't punish something that is that it has been rewarding and grooming you toward um, uh, uh, without a very good reason for subverting that. Yeah. 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 Without intentionally like subverting it. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know just kind, um, of, kind of mindfully. Right. Yeah. And it's, it is just a, I'm really, you know, I eagerly look forward to what from does the show, you know, won't end. We talked about things to do with it afterwards and we have a long, a lot of stuff to cover. Mm-hmm. before we even run out of stuff we have planned but like if from does another thing i really hope they just they lit that marketing dark souls is the game that is so hard at difficulty fucks your brain <laughs> that can die yep do another thing with this control thing and just concentrate on other ways of making the game interesting right um and i would be very happy me too so um thanks everybody for listening to this thank you cole oh yeah uh, thank you for dedicating your time i appreciate it yeah uh, i probably could have chosen a better one to uh to to, to be on so that we didn't confirm people's uh people's worst suspicions that, about us that's yeah. not entirely your fault that's I, also no, no, uh, just the order fine. i recorded these in yeah um mm-hmm. but no but, uh, thank you for uh for including me in this when you did the uh the top areas people were very curious about my top areas and uh that's probably a blog entry for later maybe mm-hmm. yeah yeah you can you can you can do a, a one of these for all of them um, you can do a, a bottom areas and all that jazz too. Um, yeah, but thanks everybody. And specifically thank you to, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you're a bonfire side chat listener and you have, uh, you're glad to get this little bonus episode that does not count against your weekly quota. Um, you have the souls of darkness Kickstarter backers to thank. Yes. So, uh, by doing that, uh, they have made something cool happen in the world that would have otherwise not happened. Yeah. So good on them. Mm-hmm. Thanks guys um yeah i think that that's probably about it uh what should they do until next time cole um they should watch out i don't i don't even know watchdog <laughs> yep watchdog for fireballs <laughs> who is watchdog who is watchdog <laughs> it's a piece of shit
And we all pray that we will have far more soon 